It is a great day for talk radio. It's a blustery day. You want to be mindful of that, certainly if you've got stuff uh, that could be flying around off balconies or in the backyard or whatever the deal may be. And so we've given you that warning. Now we move on. It's hour two, and it's a great day for talk radio. You know, uh, we uh, do have our panel coming up, and there's a lot of grist for the mill with the midterms happening stateside. Uh, We heard last hour from Warren Kinsella, his prognostication that this is the beginning of the unraveling of the Trump administration, where they veered off course in America, but now they're going to correct it. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily the interpretation uh, that I would have, because these things historically have not always gone to the administration in power. It's the midterms, which is one of the checks and balances that the founding fathers put in place. Uh, they rotate the Senate every six years. It's 35 Senate seats up for grabs today. All of the House, 435 seats. And uh, I think there's about 39 gubernatorial races or something like that. This is for the governorship uh, that are being contested as well. And whether that will impact Canada, if governors change in border states, let's say, and uh, potentially we'll have more people lobbying for uh, a better trade deal. Although Justin Trudeau was saying, you know, it's a pretty good deal all around and let's just be happy for it. Although uh, I've got to say, you know who's getting a raw deal at the hands of the liberals, it seems to me, it's the veterans. We talked about this yesterday on the program where apparently uh, the Ombudsman for Veterans Affairs has found that the uh, veterans, 270,000, were shortchanged over an eight-year period because of an accounting error. And uh, they came up short about $165 million. And the minister in charge, Seamus O'Regan, was saying, well, uh, we're going to do the best that we can to make things right, and uh, they'll start getting their checks probably in about two years. And I was outraged at that, as many were. We suggested that this is something that is incomprehensible because our veterans, I mean, we don't need to go through the whole chapter and verse of how much they've given, uh, and in some cases, the supreme sacrifice. Listen, 175,000 have since passed, and because they're all, you know, getting on. World War II and Korean War vets. So let's make them whole sooner rather than later. To that end, joining me on the line is John Broussard. He's the MP for the riding of Barry Innisville and the Deputy Opposition Whip. Mr. Broussard, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good to be here, John. Thanks for having me. You know, I appreciate it because I need some context here. I mean, this thing that's happened with the vets getting shortchanged, $165 million over eight years. Yeah. An accounting error, but, uh, I mean, first of all, how does that happen, and uh, is it understandable at all? Well, obviously it happened at the uh, bureaucratic level. Um, and I, First of all, let me give kudos to the Veterans Ombudsman, uh, Guy Perron, and his staff uh, for finding uh, this out, John, because, as you said, it's $165 million that veterans have been shortchanged on their disability awards and pension adjustment calculations, and uh, it's affected, as you say, about 270,000 uh, veterans, not just veterans, but RCMP officers. So something happened at the bureaucratic level. Uh, it was discovered back in 2010, and then Veterans Affairs quietly started reissuing these disability payments, uh, but uh, never went back on a retroactive basis to give the veterans and the RCMP officers the benefits that they were shortchanged on, but quite rightly that they deserved. So, (laughs) discovered in 2010, here we are in the precipice of 2019. When Seamus O'Regan, the minister, says uh, it may take about two years for them to get uh, all of the monies coming to them, owed to them, how do you feel about that timeline? 
Well, there's a lot of calculations that are going to have to be made, and I'm not making excuses for that. I mean, this is a government, too, that if you know, they want to give hundreds of millions away to another country, they do that very quickly or uh, in other circumstances nationally. But there's a lot to consider here because of the 270,000 veterans and RCMP officers, uh, there's about 175,000 of them that have since passed away. So to calculate that uh, with respect to their estates and uh, how that's going to happen, uh, you know, I'll give the government uh, some leeway on this, that it's going to be a nightmare to calculate. Uh, but the most important thing is that they get this right, John, and make sure that those veterans and RCMP officers get the benefits that they're entitled to that they were shortchanged on. And the estates would also get the benefits? Yeah. Uh, if, if there's an estate uh, that uh, that's entitled to this, the expectation is, our expectation is, that they would be entitled to it. Now, the amounts vary. It could be anywhere from, uh, we've heard from fifty to $2,000, uh, which for many veterans and RCMP officers is the equivalent to a, a monthly disability amount, that $2,000. So, you know, we've got to make sure that this is done correctly. We're going to stay on top of the government on this one to, uh, to do that. Now, I can tell you, I've spoken to Aaron O'Toole about this, who was the Minister of Veterans Affairs uh, before the last election, and this was news to him. And, and, you know, this happened during successive governments. As you said, this started in 2002, and so um, you know, it's clearly happened at a bureaucratic level, but I think what's important about this, too, and the fact that it went on so long, I think the Auditor General really needs to uh, have a look at this. Uh, You know, obviously uh, he never saw any of this happening, and he may want to step in and look at this, how it happened, and make sure that uh, this kind of thing never happens again. But again, going back, the most important thing is that those veterans get paid and the estates of those veterans who died get paid uh, the proper amounts. Well, not only the proper amounts, but the whole thing should be expedited, as you just said earlier, and I would concur. You know, a lot of times a check gets cut immediately for various and sundry other pet projects. So uh, the veterans, this is sacrosanct. I'd like to see them made whole, uh, again, in the context of some of these aged veterans you know 175,000 already having passed but you know it just I'm I'm wondering what's going on bureaucratically speaking the phoenix pay system I mean that's a boondoggle <laughs> and then you know you got stats canada who wants to go into our banking transactional records doesn't really shoot us full of confidence as canadians that everything will go according to hoyle how do you feel well, I mean, we're seeing a lot of issues come up during the term of this Liberal government. Phoenix Pay, as you said, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the Veterans Affairs um, really, I was critic for Veterans Affairs for a year, John, so I traveled across this country, I talked to veteran stakeholders and their families, and I think Veterans Affairs, I don't think, I know that Veterans Affairs has to get back to a veteran-centric uh, focus, right? In other words, stop acting like an insurance company and start dealing with veterans uh, in, the, in the manner in which they deserve. And, uh, you know, there seems to be a culture, a leadership culture at the top where they've turned this into an insurance uh, a company a mindset. And we can't, uh, we can't have that continue. We've got to make sure that we look after our veterans. And it starts with Veterans Affairs, particularly at the bureaucratic level. You know, and finally, I'll ask you about unspent money on veterans because uh, Global News was reporting this a couple of months back. The Prime Minister's government has allowed more than $372 million meant to help veterans and their families go unspent since taking office in November of 2015. Despite promises when he was on the campaign trail, Justin Trudeau said that leaving money meant for veterans unspent was wrong and that if he led a government, he'd fix it. The fix may have already begun as early as this week. I guess the NDP put forth a plan. It met with unanimous uh, approval, did it not? 
Yeah, it actually uh, passed through the House of Commons this afternoon. Uh, it was met with unanimous consent. And let, listen, John, let's look back. This, this Prime Minister, you know, when he stood there in Belleville with his hand over his heart, he had veterans in a backdrop. He had own, his own members of caucus wearing their medals as a backdrop, made a lot of promises to veterans, including the return of the lifelong pension. We saw a story today in the Globe and Mail. You may want to follow up on that tomorrow, uh, where, in fact, it's just a shell game, that uh, it's not new money and that they're just shifting existing benefits around. And so there's been a lot of promises made by this government. You know, there's been other unanimous consent uh, motions. This, this was a uh, opposition day motion put forward by Gore Johns of the NDP, and I thank him for that, by the way. But, uh, but there's been unanimous consent motions that the Liberals have agreed to. Today they agreed to this, but in many cases they've not followed through on what they've agreed to. So like this issue and like some of the other issues, we're going to continue to hold them to account and make sure if they agreed to this today, they better live by it uh, because we'll continue to remind Canadians of the failures of this government as it relates to veterans. Yeah, I'm told it's about $124 million a year more for the vets, this unspent money. And so uh, if that's sitting there dormant, then, yeah, let's get it in the pipeline and get it to them. Just out of curiosity, do you know what a veteran is drawing on a pension uh, monthly? It varies depending on the uh, disability, John, so there's no real set amount to that. Uh, so it's, it's awfully difficult for me to answer that, uh, that question right now. So, Any idea where the range might be? It could be anywhere from uh, fifteen hundred to up to four thousand. Again, depending on the the, the level of disability and uh, and uh, how that how that was determined. All right, fair enough. Okay, well, so. this is uh, something to keep a watchful eye on, and I appreciate your joining us to again put perspective and context to the story. My pleasure, John. Anytime. Okay, John Broussard again is the MP for the riding of Barry Innisfil and the deputy opposition whip. Now we know is this a follow up from yesterday. Uh, where I think the outrage was warranted. And we'll see exactly how this unspent money plays going forward, too. Uh, the NDP motion that was unanimously agreed to in the House earlier today. So they passed that bill. Uh, we'll come by, back in a moment. We've got our panel together. Topics worthy of discussion. Alyssa Freeman, Michael Diamond, and Tom Park. And up next on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio 640 Toronto.